Have you ever been in a place where it just felt like you couldn't succeed? No matter what it was that you were trying to do, like no matter how much effort you put into it, you couldn't get over the hump, you couldn't catch momentum, you just couldn't move the needle forward. Well, I'm here to tell you that that's most likely due to the operating system that you're using. And I'm not talking about Windows. My name is Dion Williams, a.k.a. Dion Does, and I truly believe that we were all created in the image of the ultimate creator. And therefore, it's in us all to create. And this show aims to help you and I both level up in this four-dimensional game of life so that we can go out and create for good. Whether that's for ourselves, our family, the community around us, but all of this a part of a generational vision of a family of creators coming together to be the difference creator fam appreciate the heck out of you guys tuning in for another creator podcast episode so what's all this talk about operating systems i'm not talking about windows i'm not talking about ios way 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 more important but we're going to use those as analogies, right? Because, you know, let, let's look at our phones. Let's just say that you got the Android and then you got Apple. And there, there's there's beef, right? I'm at, I don't know which side I, this is a side rant. I don't know which side I fall on. I, I got both. I'm not going to lie. I probably use my iPhone more and I've hated on them. But for some reason, I just feel cool like an Android because everyone else likes iPhone. But I like the camera on my iPhone better. It gets better pictures for like social media. So I probably rock with the iPhone more. But I probably actually like the Android operating system better. Maybe y'all can get at me. Get at me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Let me know your thoughts. But there are certain apps that I can get on my iPhone that I can't get on my Android. Because they, they operate on two different systems. Right, and we we created an app for one of my businesses, and we had to submit them to different ones. That's another reason I don't like Apple. Apple was hating on the app. It's it's like a nightmare trying to get it approved. But so you you can't take something that was designed for Apple and then try to run it on an Android device, right? Because it's two different operating systems. And that's what some of us are going through in our life because we're trying to find success and we're trying to we're we're trying to run a program of success on a failure operating system. All right. And I use that analogy to give us an introduction into the subconscious mind. Now the subconscious mind is deep. You can get it's it's very there's there's a there's a simple way to approach it. But you can get very, very deep, right? You won't become an expert after listening to one podcast. We'll talk about it a lot. I don't even want to call myself an expert, right? We have we have researchers and scientists still learning about the power and all that is the subconscious mind. But from what we do know, boy, is it very, very powerful. And I don't know about you, but I was never taught about it in school. And I believe it's something that we should le- something that we should learn because it's driving us every single day day and there's some people and i'm not saying they're wrong i'm probably saying that they're they're kind of close that will argue that 95 percent of what's going on in our life and how we experience it, it it comes from our subconscious mind 
And so it's very important that we understand it and have a, a general understanding of how it works and how we can influence it because it is very, because it can be influenced. And some of us, because of how our subconscious mind is programmed, we have a, a failure operating system, a, a failure operating system. So when we try to bring success, like run a program for success in, in whatever area, and I'm going to get into more detail here in a little bit, it doesn't run. It doesn't trigger. It's glitchy. It messes up, right? We may get it to start, but it fails and it crashes and we find ways to self-sabotage. All right? And so let's look at our, let's look at our, our brain. Let's look at our mind, and we have two different sides of it, right? And I'm not talking about specifically, like, the anatomy of it, right, and dividing the brain in half. No, no, no. We're not going to get that deep. I just want you to understand there's two parts of your mind. You have the subconscious mind and then the conscious mind. So what is your conscious mind? So as I'm recording this podcast right now, I am consciously talking. I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about the words that I'm going to say. I'm thinking uh, I am consciously, right now I'm consciously tapping my desk or tapping the microphone, okay? But subconsciously, right, this is the part of my brain that I'm not like actively thinking about. And I'm trying to explain this very simply. And so my subconscious mind right now is in charge of making sure that my heart beats, right? We, we, we don't really have to think about that. We're not like, all right, ba-boom, 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 like it just happens. I'm not thinking about breathing. I'm not thinking about blinking, okay? And this subconscious mind, it loves patterns. It loves routines. That's why we've talked about routines. And, it, and you've, you've, you've actually seen your subconscious mind take over even in, in tasks that are normally conscious activities, right? You, maybe if you drive to work the same way every time, have you ever had that time where you just like zoned out? You were thinking about something else and it almost felt like you teleported to work. You're like, yo, I don't even remember driving here. But you had to obviously break at stoplights and not run into other cars. But your mind was just off thinking about something else. And the subconscious mind was so powerful. It was able to still navigate you there, even though consciously you might have been thinking about how your girl was tripping, pissed off at the kids or worried about you know, the pandemic we got going on. So so we can't sleep on the subconscious mind. It is very, very powerful. And, and it's something that I'm actually pretty, I don't want to say obsessed with, but just the mind in general, it, I'm very, very curious. And the more I learn, the more I realize I don't know, which makes me want to learn more. And And when you start to understand how our minds work, you see how powerful we are as humans. Sometimes it's almost crazy. And I don't think we learn enough about it. And so sometimes we're just victims of an untamed mind, which can be very dangerous. And for a lot of us, it leads to depression, anxiety, suicidal thoughts, and, and, and way, way worse. So here, we have the conscious mind, the subconscious mind. And what I want you to understand about this and the principle of today is that you cannot consistently outperform your self-image. What do I mean by your self-image? Your self-image is very simple. It's how you see yourself, right? So when you let's say your name is Julie, 
All right, Julie. Now, we have the four dimensions of our life, our faith, relationships, energy, economics. You have a certain archetype of of Julie in all of those categories, right? You may say Julie is a Christian, but she's not like a real, real Christian. She just kind of fluff with God. Like She'll go to church on Easter and Christmas, right? And you, you have this idea of who you are there. Then we might go to your relationships. You might be like, yeah, Julie is super loyal. Julie is loyal to a fault, right? And you have like these pre, you have these pre-programmed, and you didn't always do it yourself. Maybe it was influenced by people around you, experiences you've had, right? But it's just how you see yourself. That is your self-image, right? We might move to your health and your or your energy, which is your health, your fitness. You might be like Julie might say, "Hey, I'm big boned," right? Or I'm just fat. And no matter, and because that's how her mind is programmed, her self-image, if Julie wakes up and sees herself as someone that is fat, that is a failure operating system. So she may try to run a program that says, hey, I'm about to go to the gym and lose weight. But it's the equivalent of her trying to run something that only runs on iOS on an Android. It's not going to run. It may launch. You may get the cool little opening animation as it runs. You're like, oh, I'm in the gym. I did two days, two workouts. But then it's going to start to glitch because the operating system that you're running it on, a.k.a. your self-image, a.k.a. ran by your subconscious mind, is programmed for Julie to be fat. And Julie's trying to run this app that says six-packs. It doesn't It doesn't work. Okay? And we can do the same thing for our, our finances. A lot of people will think that, hey, I'm just broke. Like, not not that you're in a situation where finances are low, but you are broke. That's just how it is. That's just how life goes. That's how your family is. We just we just broke people. And you and that is your self-image. So anytime you try to outperform that, it works like a rubber band. Okay? So imagine you have a rubber band. I can pull it out. I can stretch that thing out. I can stretch it wide. And that's us trying to outperform the self-image. Like, yep, I ain't broke no more. Got a new job. I saved, you know, 10% of each check. I'm looking good. I'm starting to make moves. And then the new iPhone drops. And you're like, you know what? I'm going to just spend it. I'm always broke anyway. Wow, that's you letting go of that rubber band. As soon as you let go, boom, it goes back. And that's another thing. Again, not trying to overwhelm you. If this is a brand new concept, we'll talk about the subconscious mind a lot from a lot of different angles. But something else about it is, is it is all about survival. And so when it sees something that is that's different than what it's programmed for, right? That's out of the norm, when you let all that effort go, boom, it's gonna it's gonna snap back. And so what is the goal then? Right? Instead of having a failure operating system, you can see how difficult that is. You're like, well, dang, Dion, I can't be good at anything then, right? I got the wrong, I got, I got Android. I can't run none of the cool apps. And you're right. So you might have to switch to iPhone. And I'm not talking literally. And I'm not even trying to say that iPhone is a success operating system, right? We could, we could flip it. You got the iPhone, maybe you need to go to Android. And you need to reinstall or you need to install a better operating system to run what you are trying to run. And I would suggest that of a success operating system all right and I hope that analogy is hitting home for you guys so we got to start working on 
reprogramming this subconscious mind, a.k.a. the self-image. And again, I don't want you guys to get too crazy and too overwhelmed. So we're going to we're going to take a baby step. And I, I, don't, I also want you guys to be patient. This isn't something that is going to happen overnight. Right. Unfortunately, it you didn't get you didn't install the negative failure operating system overnight. You didn't. And there's no voodoo for you to just wake up tomorrow and be completely completely healed and changed right it's going to take some time because you're going to have to reprogram this this subconscious mind that is hardwired for a certain for a certain action certain beliefs okay so it may take time now it's different for different people i think it is very very realistic to start to hit some momentum and really start to see things change and feel better within a week okay but but you're i i won't lie to you and tell you that your work is done after a week. So I'm going to give you guys homework, but your goal is to stick with it, okay? And we're going to start with a little bit of an exercise. I'm going to drop the beat, and I want you guys to close your eyes if you can, right? If you are driving right now, it's really important that you do this just so you can see the power of just the power of the mind, man. And so, you know, maybe pause it when you when you get to where you're at. This won't take long. It'll take about 30 seconds to a minute. If you're about to go in somewhere, just do it before you go in. If you got the time, do it when you come out, you know, lunch break at work, whatever. But I want you to close your eyes. Close your eyes really quickly, all right? And what I'm trying to under, help you understand here is that the subconscious mind does not know the difference between something that is real and something that is fake, all right? So I want you to close your eyes right now, and I want you to imagine yourself in your kitchen, you're like, but Dion, I don't got a kitchen. All right, your mama's kitchen, your auntie's kitchen, ninja, a kitchen that you know. Okay. And I want you to imagine, and I want you to try to be as, as detailed as you can, right? Because with this skill that I'm going to give you a little taste test on, it's important to have as many details as possible, right? So I want you to be in a place that you're familiar with. Uh, if you know you're at your granny's kitchen and she got a little, a little clock next to her refrigerator, try to imagine that there. If, if her, if her, if her, um, for example, like when I go to my mom's house, like it has a certain smell. I ain't saying it's a bad smell. It's just my, it's just like when my kids go and they come back, I'm like, oh yeah, you, you smell like you was at grandma's house, right? And try to and try to put yourself into there and with that smell, okay? And the mind is powerful to do things like this, but just the, the, the as best you can, put yourself into the the kitchen. And I want you to see yourself going into the kitchen, right? Your vi- this is visualizing right now. So this isn't this isn't really happening. You're thinking about it in your mind. So imagine yourself going into the refrigerator and grabbing a lemon, like just the one of the biggest, orangest, brightest lemons you've ever grabbed. All right. So you grab it out of the refrigerator and then I want you to take it to a counter this, this near the refrigerator and I want you to grab a knife. There's a knife on that counter and I want you to cut into that lemon. And as you're cutting into it, you see like you feel you see the juice is just already fallen onto the table you like oh man like this was this is a lemon sent straight from god this is a beautiful lemon all right so now you have you cut it in half and you have half of a lemon now and i want you to take that lemon i want you to you know cock your head back and i want you to squeeze that lemon into your mouth 
right? And it's kind of sour, it's juicy. You almost feel it stinging. You know how, how it stings the, the back of your, of, your, of your mouth, almost like your, your jaws, and you're squeezing that lemon, all right? And now, if you're like most people, now I would say nine out of ten people. Some people this is difficult for, and they got to work on it, but most people, like your mouth is watering. Like you're like, ooh, that lemon. And for some of us, we don't even need to do this exercise. You just start thinking about lunch. You, your lunch break around the corner. You're thinking about food. Your stomach starts growling or your mouth starts watering, right? If your wife has this favorite, your favorite food you make, when you think about it, your mouth starts to water. Although the food isn't really there. Like the lemon wasn't there, but your mouth is watering right now. That is the power of the mind. We can actually in, evoke emotional responses and even physical responses, just with the power of the mind, okay? And so now that you understand this, I want you to take this same visualization principle. Let's bring the beat back. And your homework is to do a five-minute, and honestly, I'll give you five to 30 minutes. If you got the time, do more. Just do a five to 30-minute visualization, right? If it's your first time, five minutes should be fine. I love doing stuff like this. And I I have to set timers to stop myself because I won't get anything done. It's actually something that's fun for me. It doesn't feel like work or homework. It's, I already, I, I understand and have seen and appreciate the power of it. And I just love doing it. But I want you to just visualize yourself. So here's what you're going to do. You're going to identify. You're going to look at the four dimensions, faith, relationships, energy, economics. Identify a place where you're weak where you know you have a failure operating system installed, all right? And and your first step is I want you to identify those those negative thoughts, those negative beliefs, okay? And I want you to do a visualization that reverses that. And I want you to see yourself maybe living in abundance, okay? And again, it won't always be a place that you've been before. Maybe you're a little overweight and you've never had a six pack. And I'm asking you to visualize yourself with your clothes fitting different with maybe with a six pack or visualizing yourself having money and and driving a car that runs smooth. I know for me, that was some of the stuff that I was doing because I was like, I, I really didn't know what that was like. When I was young, we never just had like a fresh whip that was clean we had the brakes that would squeak. I'd be like, Mom, drop me off around the corner from school. I'll just I'll just walk. Because when we showed up, it was like, <laughs> and, like, the brakes would be so bad at, like, grinding the rotor, like, <laughs> I'm showing up to school. People are like, God dang, who is that? Yep, that was me. I had to work on this stuff. Like, the house I live in now, I wouldn't consider it a mansion now. But, like, when I was younger, something like this was for, like, you couldn't have told me Bill Gates didn't live in this house. I didn't know no one. Like, like what the, when we first, when we, when we first saw this house, they were telling us, like, yo, it has a casita. I said, what the fluff is a casita? I ain't know no one that had a casita. Like, ooh. I want it just because of that. I, Baby, I done got me a casita. 
But a lot of it started with visualizing. Literally, when I didn't know how we were going to feed our kids the next day, I was visualizing stuff like this. Me and my wife would go drive down neighborhoods. We would drive down neighborhoods like we live now, and even neighborhoods that are better than what we live in now, and just try to imagine ourselves pulling it. Sometimes I would even do it. I'd pull in the driveway. Don't do that, though. Don't be that. That was me. I'd pull into the driveway and then just pull out real quick. I'm like, I just want to know what it feels like, man. And not because that made me, not because getting a certain house, right, makes you successful or getting a certain car means that you made it. First off, you've already made it. But with a failure or with a success operating system and living in abundance, none of that is bad. It shouldn't be off limits to you. And that's where the problem is. All right, it's definitely a problem if you feel you need that to be successful or to be worth it. But it's also bad if you feel like it's off limits and it's something that you can't obtain. And I had a bad case of that. So that's where I visualize. I visualize in a lot of different areas too over the years. And so I want you to do your first practice. Okay, and I'm gonna give you some extra credit. You can actually, you can also go and start attacking these negative beliefs in even more by removing some of the people that maybe we talked about the creator circles in a previous episode, All right? You can search that up if you didn't see it. Start attack, like removing some of the people that are hurting or hindering and start to get into some groups and get yourself around people that will be allies versus enemies as you're trying to reprogram your subconscious mind, all right? And we'll talk about the self-image and the subconscious more, and I'll give you more tips and more strategies. But let's start with this one. If you can get into the habit of, of, of visualizing, right? We talked about gratitude. I, like, I would like for you guys to start with gratitude. So spend like five minutes just being grateful, writing down the things that you're most grateful for and why. And that'll set the frame. That'll set the, uh, set the stage for abundance. And then visualize for five, ten minutes and make that a daily habit. I would probably recommend if you're like a real big... If you're a dream chaser like me, probably do it in the morning because I would do it at night and then I couldn't sleep. <laughs> I'm just thinking. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's 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 grind time. Right. And my mind was just racing. And so I would suggest doing it maybe in the morning. It kind of fires you up. And then if you find yourself doing it for too long, set a timer. Like, that's what I'll have to do. I can't remember the last time my timer went off to visualize. And now I usually do 20, 30 minutes. I can't think of the last time the timer went off and I was like, woof, finally, that was tough. I'm always like, ah, I'm tempted to restart it. Like, let's go 30 more minutes. Okay. So this is something I do on the regular and I swear about it. I have some of my, for example, one of my students, uh, yo, one of, uh, I, for a lot of you guys that follow me, you guys should know Jimbo. If you don't believe you can ask Jimbo. When I taught Jimbo this, he's like a meathead and uh, Jimbo, Jimbo, he loves lifting. He actually hit one of his his PR, his personal records, right? One of his highest, I think he was on the bench press once I taught him this. He was stuck at a, at a spot. He kept plateauing. He couldn't get over it. Boy, it didn't, even, it didn't even take him long. If you guys know him, you can reach out and ask him. But he started visualizing. Boom, he was like, yo, I hit a new PR. I'm like, my man, he came back. I kept visualizing. I hit another PR. I'm like, oh, slow down, Jimmy. Your body going to explode. You, you keep getting bigger. And so this is very, very powerful, man. You, you're going to get over plateaus, setbacks, whatever in your life when you overcome that success operating system or overcome the failure operating system 
and actually install that success operating system. I love you guys. Thank you oh so much for rocking with your boy. Make sure you guys get at me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You know, tag me and stuff. Let me know that you're listening to the podcast, enjoying it. Also, don't forget to drop that five-star rating. It takes you a second, but it means the world for your boy. And if you really want to be dope, drop an actual written review. Let me know what this podcast has done for you in your life. I will read it and I will nearly cry. I promise you. I promise you. And lastly, check out freecreatorcode.com. Get the code that we live by. Here is creators. You guys stay safe, stay blessed, and I will catch you guys tomorrow. God first. God bless.